0: Happy Ving you guys yeah, as promised you yeah, like we're a day early for the holiday so we've got big news power moves with mikeburns.com is live daddy it's live
1: daddy it, you
0: got that you got the
1: number one store it is gonna to go be, make some power it's moves.
0: gonna be a one-stop shop for the sophisticated daddy it's for sophisticated daddy daddy now here's the thing i tried to do a little taste of all the dad boner merch that i was too kayfabe to make in the past i was a real stick in the mud and i wouldn't make dad boner stuff because dad boner can't sell dad boner things but now, I am fully selling out. So you can check all that Who out.
1: Who gives a shit, daddy? We're here to make some cash. <laughs> Who gives a We're falling shit. on hard times in Burns' wheeling, man. And, you, you know, like, I'll tell you what happened to Mike Burns. The, they kicked him in the butt, and the computer took his job. So now, you got to go to Power with mikeburns.com and purchase yourself some Carl merchandise. You got
0: to check it out. The Carl, the My Carl pillow is... The, uh, the piece de resistance. Yeah,
1: I call it the coup de gras. Uh, the it's coup
0: de gras. Both, beautiful. Both two terms that Brooks and I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't know I mean, exactly what I they said, mean,
0: but we know the sentiment.
1: After I said coup de gras, I almost. Uh, typed it in to be like, am I using that right? But I didn't, and I just am continuing to use it. Either way, go get yourself something nice, Dad. Yeah, get
0: yourself something special for you or someone you love. I mean, it's going to show a lot of love when you when you show up with some Power Moves merchandise. It's in reasonably you priced. Shove it in there, it my is.
1: favorite shirt. If you're familiar with the Dad Boner Universe, is the what is it, Carl and Dave? And peanut and crazy cooter, yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, there's it's, a couple different versions
0: of that. I designed a, all of it except for three. These are all they're all items uh, that I would wear or have in my home. Oh, dude, I'm buying some. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all all ready for the holidays, oh baby. God, can you imagine?
1: You start like making out with some babe, you have her over, and then you look over and you have a coral pillow looking at you. Oof.
0: Live from Los Angeles, woo, California. You're listening to Power Moves, yeah, We're making power moves. rockin' a Detroit groove. To some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan. rockin' a cold one any each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans. Just making power moves. Ripping heaters and chugging paps Now you lied with no clasp. Blown shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. This all American dudes out making power moves. Hey, what's up, everybody? Happy Ving! Thanks to Rich O'Toole for the beautiful song that we hear every day before the program. Brooks, B Dubs, what's up, man? Oh, not much. I'm,
1: I, you just showed me your um, store because mm-hmm. you've been like locked yourself in your room for like a week. And L-
0: literally, like like sixty man hours of design work. I I I, I made mean, all of it except it for great. three of the designs that Alex Cole, fantastic comedian, designer, artist, it editor. Looks- Great. Yeah, he helped out with a couple. It
1: looks fantastic. Thank you, I was impressed. I was like, let me see it. And I don't feel bad hyping it because sometimes I have to hype shit I don't like. But right. this is really cool and uh, people should check out the store.
0: No, no. I, I tried to do a good job. Just like the show, you know, we don't just sit down and start talking. There I mean, is production. I do. You produce it. There is production that's done to make it move at a certain tick. Ooh,
1: you know what happened that we have to talk about because it's going to sound false if we don't, if we like try to make it up at the end.
0: Don't we, reveal what it is. I, I won't, know what you're going to say. But our
1: power tunes, you're like, Brooks, do you have a power tune. Yeah, Right before the show, like, I was like, I, I to say like hey, Brooks, do
0: you have one? Because sometimes I get to you and you forget and mm-hmm. then you have to pull something off the top of the dome.
1: Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I started playing it and you go, that's the exact not song, but artist that you picked. And it is not not something it's not that an, you or I listen to no, together. I've ever. never heard you listening to this artist. I listen to it all the time in my headphones. I know I listen to it all the times by myself, but it's not like a band that we have jamming. In. It's not like we picked an Almond Brothers. It's not like we met on like fucking Seeger. It's it's an odd choice, but a, a band I really love. And I didn't know you loved it that much either. Oh, they're great, and and get it.
0: It. We'll, we'll get to it. it. We'll, we'll get, get to it when we we'll we'll get, get to it. I'm just saying.
1: I told you, we'll and it's a, it's not a popular band. You were like, shut the fuck up. But we're sinking.
0: It's bad. We're sinking is the weird thing. Oh, it's bad. We're yeah. like sorority sisters. Yeah, I know. Except what did we, what did we do the same the other week? Something bad. Who knows? Drank four thousand beers. No, I
1: <laughs> I ate a weed edible last night and went to bed at ten <laughs> thirty. You did with my phone playing songs a so loudly.
0: Yeah, we were we were all in the living room watching the league, and you just zoned out and went into your room, barely said anything, and and, and I think that's great. That's oh. what mar- legal marijuana is—a beautiful.
1: thing. I had a wonderful Monday. I went bowling with with my friend. Um, it was really nice. We it was so it was great. And then uh, you know had like a pitcher of beers while we bowled in the afternoon. And then I came back here and got some work done. And then ate an edible and went to bed at ten thirty. It was yeah. like a really nice like because I do stand up all weekend. Monday is my
0: Saturday. It's shocking once you start to dabble in some of the new legalized weed products that you realize how insanely stupid it was for marijuana to be illegal. Oh, yeah. I'm not getting in any trouble. You ate a gummy bear and then you got sweepy and had to go to bedtime? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. What a crime. Also,
1: in my defense, yesterday was Monday. There is a really great Stroke song where Julian Casablanca, he says, Monday, Tuesdays are my weekends. Because... As a touring musician or a touring comedian, that's my, I'm working. This is true. You're- Monday, Tuesday is when I'm like fucking get to like, that. I worked all weekend. I flew to fucking Tallahassee.
0: Oh, let's just add, a, add in that story right into uh, the first segment that we always get with. Try to do my thing. Dude, I did not do my thing. <laughs> Your th- you did a thing, but it was uh, not enjoyable. You know, I-, I had
1: a really nice time in Tallahassee. I had a wonderful time in Tallahassee. Getting to
0: Tallahassee broke me. You took a red eye on what day? Thursday night Thursday to land
1: night. Friday morning to check into a hotel to do a Friday night show in Tallahassee.
0: And you couldn't check in. I remember you you being in a panic. It was at bad. Home. It you was were in a bad. panic because you couldn't check in on your phone. You the the airline made you go to the airport. Yeah, I fly so Even though o- you have like all these cr- you have all well, those credentials cuz yeah, you fly so much. I fly so often that I get to the airport You don't have to do security or anything. Well, I got to
1: do the, you know, the real easy one. But I get to the airport when my plane is, whenever my flight is boarding. That's my plan. I always get there when it's boarding and, which is like 20 minutes before a flight. And, uh, but with LAX, we live in Los Feliz, rush hour, it could take like two hours to fucking
0: get there. So you're, so... You start to look at, at Ubers, and they're what, like 54 Nine, bucks. It was $54, yeah. And you're and you're like, fuck that. I'm just going to monitor it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, and what it did keep, it turn up to be, like $90? 90, 90 $92, something?
1: yeah. I kept inching closer and closer. So <laughs> I get there. With all I, those tickets you're giving away for your shows, plus that's really eating into the profits. Sure, yeah. I give away free tickets to all my shows uh, if you listen to my podcast. Okay, so then I get to LAX, and I'm not in a good mood. I just spent $90 to fucking get there, and mm-hmm. it's an hour and a half in traffic. And I'm way early because I have to check in, like, before I, I have to check in there. And uh, so, you know, I grab a couple cold ones. I met
0: um, a Michigan what, fan. what bar did you go to, Brooks?
1: Okay, so here's, here's a real... I
0: like the Rolling Stone bar.
1: Sure. I like the Rolling Stone bar, too, but it was full. And here is a Power Moves um, insider tip if you fly out of LAX Terminal 5, American Airlines. There's a little... Um, there's a little like market. Mm-hmm. They try to have like a little market. That market sells half bottles of wine. Really?
0: That you can just That take... little like, it's a little circular kind of area. It's yes. weird. It doesn't seem like it fits. Like, right. Like they had an extra space and they kind of like, what do we do here? Either way, you can go buy half bottles of
1: wine there that you can then bring onto your flight. Then you're not having to pay fly- flight prices for booze. That's fucking
0: wild, man. It's nuts. So either way, Carl has taught me that. You're making money. You're That's making money. That's a great money. tip. So and then also, I, a lot of people don't know that you can bring your own airline bottles onto a plane. Mm-hmm. It's it, there's a certain number. It's it's three or four. You can do it. Who people knows? just don't happen to have those at home at the ready, unless you've got a real problem. Either it, either way, here's what happens. So I drink uh, one of those little
1: bottles of wine, and my flight's about ready. My flight's coming up, and everything's uh, going okay. Everything's going good a-
0: after the ninety dollars. And then I'm, I'm supposed Uber. to fly
1: to Charlotte, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to take I take a Valium and then I'm just gonna fall asleep and I'm gonna wake up in Charlotte, it's gonna be great. So I took the volume. Flight gets canceled.
0: No. And I'm like, oh, That's no. The worst. I'm a ticking time you bomb. You take your, your airplane drugs and then the <laughs> yeah. flight gets canceled. So and now you're just like I, well, I gotta shaking, go. trying to stay awake.
1: I got to like sprint to the fucking American Airlines desk and like talk to the dude before I fall asleep. And I'm just like, man, this is bad or whatever. And I was just. I was man, like, this is bad. Well, I opened up by going, sir, I'm going to be the most rational person you talk to today. I understand this isn't your fault, but I need to be in Tallahassee tomorrow night by 8 p.m. No matter what. What can I do to make that happen? And he was like, wow, you didn't like scream or anything. So he's put me standby. Number one, No,
0: I'm a wine and Valium sleepy.
1: Yeah. yeah. He's like, you're the most chilled out dude I've ever met. And then, you know, then I had to fly to Miami and then I couldn't check into my hotel. So I had to go to McDonald's and <laughs> hang out at McDonald's homeless in Tallahassee after being kind of awake the whole time because it, I got frazzled uh, being on standby Either way, it was, I was a broken soul.
0: Nothing sadder than sitting in a fast food parking lot on the curb. In Tallahassee, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. But then the show was really fun.
1: And my Caleb who listens to this podcast just hit me up, listens to my podcast, hit me up to open. And I was like, fuck yeah, as long as you take me on some hiking trails around Tallahassee. And we did that and it was really fun. And the show was fun. And then the next day I saw Harry Potter alone. At ten in the morning in uh, Tallahassee, and it was and great.
0: that's where the Brooks story ends.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: that's, when you bring, Brooks brings up the Harry Potter, I loved it. I was telling you yesterday how good I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm never going to say it. I know, but the, yeah, my girlfriend I might. You can appreciate
1: it. the the. Uh, I can appreciate. Well, I'm i saying can you can appreciate you liking it. No, you can appreciate what you will appreciate as a man who likes to dress nice. Everyone in that fucking movie has the coolest coat I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, because all I, 1927. I, in the commercials, they all had the long, the long yeah. flowing. Flowing uh like matrix vibe. Nineteen twenty seven wizards? They're yes. dressing cool as yes. fuck. It's kind of a, a steampunk kind of vibe going on. Yes, very cool. All uh, right, sorry, that was my thing. My thing I have not taken a adequate I have actually been pretty well behaved, so I don't have anything uh that interesting or debaucherous. The worst thing that I've started to do is listen to Christmas music already. And and that's oh, not in, while I'm around. No, it's in secret. I told oh, Melissa yeah. yesterday. So if no one's home, you know, sometimes the demons start to come to the surface and I got to shut them up. And something that really works for me is Christmas music, because you can sing along to it. It's it's it reminds you of happy times. And uh, I find it very comforting. But I was listening to the, the Amazon uh, Christmas channel the other day. And the, uh, the Burl Lives Have a Holly Jolly Christmas came on. Something really got in my Brooks. Burl Ives has that line, somebody waits for you, kiss her once for me. Is that a fucking power move? Saying, like, hey, hey, uh, some babe's waiting for you. Why don't you give her a kiss for old Burl? I mean, it's kind of just a dick thing to say. It's like it's, a, it's, a, it's like, like
1: hey, tell your mama said hi. That's exactly yeah. what it is.
0: Yeah. And I've heard that song a bazillion times. That's but now it just sounds to me like, yeah, old Burl Ives, you know, millionaire, a mm. Christmas song singer. Why don't you give a long, wet one to your my when you Oof, see her? I, okay, I got a little... So like, fuck Burl Ives. Yes. That's my power move. Burl Ives is being a dick. I've got trying to, to sneak sneaking into Christmas songs about how he wants to fuck your girl.
1: Fuck that. I got an insider SNL story about how I got... Hosed on the Christmas episode one time mm-hmm. uh, So it was Jimmy Fallon was hosting And I had gotten a sketch On to the Christmas episode The only non-Christmas sketch Where it was me and Jimmy Fallon You know the movie King Kong? Yes Burns? So they catch King Kong The new one Which one? Anyone. Sure It's just gen- yeah, yeah, yeah. in general They catch King Kong And then the next scene He's on Broadway They tape They like You know they chain him up on Broadway Uh huh And then people like Take yeah. photos of him He freaks out Yeah So I wrote a sketch where We we were the guys who were pitching bringing King Kong to Broadway to a guy who owns a the theater. We're like, we've got your next big hit. We chain a monkey to the stage and then we poke him in. And in, in the sketch, it turns out me and Jimmy Fallon are romantically involved twin brothers. So we're mm-hmm. banging each other. Okay. And also we I'm in a neck up. brace because King Kong's been raping me ever since we found Okey him. Okey so this is going to make it to the Christmas episode. So you, in,
0: in this Christmas uh, sketch for It's us, not uh, a Christmas
1: sketch. It's in the final episode right,
0: before Christmas. Right. But it's the Christmas episode. Yes. You it's, will be getting raped by King Kong and also fucking your brother Jimmy Fallon.
1: Yeah. And uh, I put lipstick on. He's like, go see what Kong wants. And I shake and I put lipstick on. I'm like, I know what he wants. Oh, my God. So this is in the fucking show. And, but then there's this other sketch that had been cut. Uh, Was called, that cut? It Here's what happened. I never saw this. No, here's what happened. So there's this other sketch about baby it's cold outside. You know that, how that like, yeah. baby it's cold outside. Yeah. And then it's like a girl trying to leave and a, a guy it's keeps... It's a fucking rapiest song ever. So there was a sketch where it was Jimmy Fallon and Cecily Strong and he was they were acting it out and it was rapey. And that sketch was like cut. And then Timberlake was the fucking... I like
0: both of those sketches. Okay, so no, the here's the thing. The old...
1: Timberlake was the musical guest and he told Lauren, he's like, hey man, I like... And completely reasonable and completely correct, he's like, I think you got to do that. Maybe it's cold outside. Sketch, you know the other sketch. King Kong could go in another time, right? Accurate, but pissed me off pretty good because guess who gets fucking cut out of the goddamn Christmas episode? <laughs> me. That sh- that sh- uh, sketch goes on. America loves it. King Kong never made it on the fucking show.
0: Yeah, you got to strike when the iron while the iron's hot. I was
1: so sad when I because I went to bring King Kong back later in the season and I went to uh, the head producer. That and I was like, same
0: energy. Wasn't,
1: there. I was just like, no, I go, Hey, can we do King Kong this week? And he's like, Oh, um, what was King Kong? And I was like, Oh my God, I have only been thinking about it That's every it second happens. for three months. Either way, uh, inside baseball story of how I, um, personally had a beef with Timberlake for like a night. And then like the next day I was like,
0: no, he was totally right. <laughs> um, uh, big toilet. Is still dealing with the loss his family. So much love to bit, uh, our buddy Bill. So uh, filling in is our new field correspondent, Gnarly Zach. Gnarly Zach rules. Gnarly is a dear friend, and he makes power moves all over Los Angeles like a boss on a regular basis. He's the fucking man.
1: I've never seen him not making a power move.
0: Man, he is so chill and so fun to hang out and with. And so Gnarly Zach, he, he's, he's got a—it's it, an earned name. Yeah. Flip on over uh, while you keep playing the podcast. You jump on over to Instagram at. G-N-A-R-L-Y-Z-A-C-K. Gnarly Zach, you will not be disappointed in the fucking realness that Gnarly Zach delivers on a daily basis. No, Gnarly Zach rules. Uh, Let's check in with the Gnarly Minute. Okay, I can't You know what? I'm doing it, Brooks. I'm doing it. What's going on, Brooks and Burns? All the whole of a fucking weekend, man I watched David Arquette get fucking stabbed With a pizza cutter in the fucking neck It was pretty brutal, man Luke Perry's son also wrestled Did not get to catch Luke Perry It was kind of fucked up Had a few beers with the boys there I ended up going home right after that It was maybe about 3 a.m. And I killed me a three-star ram In Red Dead Redemption 2 Took me about an hour and a half Fucking next day, woke up Caught NXT at the Staples Center My deep double team dream rate the fucking Smackdown but he didn't win it It was still a good show good times with great people. After that I hit the drawing room, had me a few of those uh, eight dollar specials, but heavy and a bullshit ass shot of house whiskey. Made the power move in my opinion of calling the E Rustic In right after to pick up an eighteen piece of wings to go. Gnarly
1: out Wow.
0: <laughs> gnarly Zach <laughs> crushed it with that first gnarly. Narley Zack is cutting a promo essentially he, is what he's He doing.
1: opened up with man, I saw David Arquette get stabbed with a fucking pizza cutter.
0: <laughs> gnarly is a uh, avid professional wrestling fan. he knows everything he, he rolls with uh like Vince Averill the we watch he, wrestling yeah, guys we
1: watch he rolls with the we watch wrestling podcast
0: and he is he is, is so phenomenal so basically what he goes to his weekend starts we goes to an independent show where no it's a where, where does David Arquette get stabbed I don't know I've seen I the never pictures. watched it I've seen the picture
1: I never watched I, I didn't All want right, he goes to. to
0: a wrestling show David Arquette gets stabbed in the neck and if you've gone and look up those pictures he is bleeding the fuck out uh also gnarly zach goes to drawing room drawing room is the cool it's a cool dive bar but it's also the shit scary dive bar that's open at like six in the morning.
1: drawing room is the um is the i mean yeah you go to drawing room if you don't want to see anybody and the people you do see there you're like we're not going to talk about also if
0: you want to hate yourself the next day yeah you go to drawing room drawing room is where you'll see uh You'll see Drawing a lot. room opens at 6 a.m. And there's a line for it Or also you'll see a lot of There's a lot of regulars in there Like Dan Harmon Of a, of your Rick and Morty's That yeah. guy is in there In the middle of the day With his cronies And it is that like Hey man Nothing you, We don't talk about us Me drinking scotch At noon on a well, Tuesday Well I mean You're
1: talking about it on a podcast But then again I don't think right. Either of
0: us are going to be writing no, Rick I, or Morty's no, so. no no no, no. I, I, It's pretty common knowledge Around town But what I'm what I'm saying is While you're in there It's, this is okay. There's no like judgment zone.
1: There's there's like one TV from like 1988 in the corner. And then there's also just, it's, it's just, it's where you go if you're sad, if you're sad.
0: Yeah. You're going to be sad the next day. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of drawing room has, I think they open at what? Six, six in the morning. And if you get there at six means If you do that, it means that you probably were at an after-hours cocaine place. It means you're blown out on drugs. You were blown out on coke. At the after-hours party, you showed up at 6, and then they kick you out at noon. If you were there at 6, they clear the whole room.
1: Oh, really? I've never never made that feat, which I am so proud of. The
0: only reason I saw it is because two years ago, we didn't have proper cable in here Mm -hmm. when we first moved in, and... Uh, I don't think we even had a television at all. We had the projector. Yeah, I know. Either way, uh, I went there to watch the Lions game on Thanksgiving and saw everyone get cleared out at noon, like, everybody's got an hour, finish up your drinks. Wow. And everyone in there definitely needed to go home post-haste. Thank you so much, Gnarly Zach. That was the gnarly minute. I also to
1: how he called it a, the eight. He's like, Bud Heavy and some bullshit Scott Bullshit shot of uh, House Whiskey, which is just swill.
0: Let's get into power news you can use. Wait, time out. One last thing on... We're already into another segment. No,
1: he talks about Red Dead Redemption 2. He does. I We've heard nothing but amazing things about this. We don't have it. I don't think you should get it. I
0: cannot have
1: it. Because like you can really like take your time and like take like a slow bath. <clears throat> I wouldn't do that. You would do that. I would just hang out. Yeah, I would come into your room and I'd be like, what's going on? And you're like... Just taking a bath. (laughs) You can't
0: get it. Yeah, I I can't be trusted with that because I will just fucking hum. I apologize. Back to power news. You can use daddy. All right. This is from uh, New Orleans. Man accused of bomb threat told New Orleans Police Department he was referring to bowel movement. Oh, no. <laughs> this, this made me laugh so fucking hard this morning reading this. This is nuts. A man accused of threatening to blow up Willie's chicken shack <laughs> Tuesday night. <laughs> this is Come on, get it together. <laughs> this is serious. A man accused of threatening to blow up Willie's chicken shack Tuesday night claimed to police he was confronted about the allegation when his words were merely a reference to a bowel movement, the man's warrant states.
1: Oh, my God. It's, he's living a Springsteen song. <laughs> well, he blew up the chicken man and Philly last night.
0: Arthur Posey, 30, too was an... booked on charges in connection to a bomb threat after his story was not corroborated with the restaurant's employees. Oh. New Orleans police wrote in the warrant, Uh, Shortly after police were made aware of the bomb threat to the Canal Street restaurant, the officer confronted Posey inside the business in the next block where the officer saw Posey enter. Okay, so Posey Posey claimed the officer, uh, he told a male employee that he was going to blow the bathroom up in reference to a ball movement. Wow. And then the Willie's Chicken Shack employee tells the officers, uh, Mr. Posey never told him anything about a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm going to go blow that bathroom up. You yeah. know, you hear the cadence. You know what it is. <laughs> oh, I also, I mean, you <laughs> know There's what? two ways to say it. I'm going to go blow up your fucking bathroom. Or, man, I got to go blow up the bathroom. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's also, even if he did threaten to blow this place up, he's clearly just hammered. And I... I, that is a power lie. That is a great lie. Like, uh, I was talking about shitting. That's a fantastic lie. I'm sure this guy didn't use, I'm looking at the the same
0: as the lady whose cocaine blew into her purse. I don't want to profile, but, uh, I'm pretty sure this guy didn't use the term bowel (laughs) movement.
1: I was talking about shitting.
0: So, uh, okay. According to the warrant, the restaurant's manager said that a man later identified as Posey went into the restaurant and approached the food preparation area so he's trying to go back into the food area. Yeah. He, that's when you know someone is fucking a problem and real drunk. Like, Just let me go back there. Come on. It, it smells just- so good. <laughs> so he asks what time the restaurant closes. She tells the man she did not know when the restaurant closed. That manager. What? Yeah, doesn't matter. The point is, is that the manager stated the man who wore a green hat, blue jacket and carried a white bag, then replied, y'all about to close right now because I'm going to get a bomb and blow this place up.
1: Oh, that's what he said. Okay,
0: wow. That's not the same. Going to get a bomb would mean you're going to get a shit to put in the toilet if you really want to get down to it. And that's not clearly the the intent that this man had. And then I like how he's like, either way, I'm going to be across the street. Either way, yeah, I'll be across the street. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, Another Willie's Chicken Shack employee told police she heard Posey say he was going to get a bomb and put it under the middle table of the restaurant closest (laughs) to the door. That's not the same. That's not anything to do with the bathroom. No, no, no. That's That's very specific. That's so specific. I am going to take a bomb and put it underneath the middle table of the restaurant closest. It's closest to the front door. It's that one. <laughs> no. Whoa, birds. Are you telling me you got to take a
1: shit right now? <laughs> Whoa, he must have to go.
0: Oh, birds, man. So
1: specific. We shouldn't
0: have got Burger King for lunch. I'm going to go get a bomb and put it under the middle table of the restaurant closest to the front door. <laughs> Be right back. <laughs>
1: oh, my God.
0: <laughs> what a fucking terrible power move. But a power lie. Is <laughs> a power lie. A power lie. I was talking about shit. Moving on. All right. Going across the pond. Police apology over man's... <laughs> police... Apo- I can't even say the fucking two, first two words, Brooks. I'd be a terrible newsman. Uh, this is what it'd be like if I was on an actual news show. Police... Uh, <clears throat> hold on now. Police apologize over man's genitalia description and appeal. All right. See there. But I didn't hear it. I was too busy, like... could do it. It doesn't uh, matter. Police apologize... Are we off today? I feel off. I you will you just stumble down? You st- I don't think we're off. This is a great power. It's this just, is a great episode. Well, it's a day off where you usually tape on a Wednesday. You're it's good, Tuesday. man.
1: You're good. Keep Thank going. You, we had the gnarly minute. That was a big spike. Keep keep, keep
0: I keep just ripping. need some. I need some cheering on. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm a comedian. You're my only audience, yeah, and exactly. also another comedian. Let's so go, there's no audience. Read this shit. Police apology over man's genitalia description and appeal. No, that must be some BBC type wording.
1: Yeah, because that doesn't. Here's, here's the thing. That's not your fault. They wrote that weird.
0: Yeah, it's bullshit. And yeah. you know what? I try not to change the, the, uh, the headlines because, yeah. out of respect. Sure, but fuck that headline. Tell us the story. This though. is in, the, in the BBC.com. Uh, so, new, the New Yorkshire Force. The New Yorkshire Force. And the reason I did this, Brooks, is so that we could do uh, uh, crappy British accents in the way that they say these terms. Some guy he uh, is, is walking around and basically whipping out his dick in front of a bunch of people, right? But the way that they describe Louis it... C.K. The way, <laughs> Louis C.K.? British Louis C.K. Louis C.K.? K. So they put... Oh, out, I'm a terrible they, dad. The cops put out the description of what the crime was, but they describe him as a fat naked man. <laughs> <laughs> and then they give more details about his genitalia. Uh, the revised wording um, that's posted... It's all on their Facebook page. Uh, formerly had said that the man had a small penis and testicles that hang noticeably low. Whoa. <laughs> so, it's like his testicles hung, hang noticeably low. It's just dis- disgusting uh, this, bubble gum. This piece of I Can't Do Accents... I uh, that's how polite the fucking the, the British are, though, that they, they put up a description of this guy, this fat, uh, mm-hmm. gross guy's dick and balls and called yeah. said that he had a small penis and real uh, super T- saggy testicles
1: balls. that hung low. I played uh, they wrote me into a sketch one time where I played Harry Styles and then they came up to me. and They're like, can you do a British accent? I was like, you bet I can. And they pulled all my lines. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I can see why. Yeah no I was like yeah no I can't you know what this reminds me of do you ever did you ever play or your friends play the satin gum game
1: oh my yes well we
0: did yeah we we had this game you're and- camping you're outside if if you're not familiar I'll describe to you everyone uh, knows what you're talking about uh, not everyone you pull a little bit of balls out of your zipper oh you can do it out of your zipper or if you have like crotch holes like in some jeans or shorts oh, where dear. it's worn then you can really like you can get it right out uh, where it's coming yeah, out and then you say. Uh man, I you say, hey gum, man, man, did I sit in some gum? And then, <laughs> boy, the first Matt Marino, we were in Luddington, Michigan, and we were we were at a Gus Macker tournament, sitting around the the campfire, bombed out of our minds, all ready to play basketball the next day. And he and he did he had a hole in his crotch of his mm-hmm. shorts, and he pulled his ball sack out. Man, I just fell about the place. I never. I never saw that before until I was like 17 years old and holy shit. That (laughs) is a great gag. That is a really
1: funny gag. It's so much more fun than the one we played in Iowa, which was just called Big Kahuna, where you would knee whoever you were close to in the dick and go Big Kahuna. There's nothing funny about that game. That's
0: not really a game. No. That's just saying something. You and just walk up to someone, someone in the dick. give them
1: a hug, and then in the middle of the hug, knee them in the dick and go big kahuna. Melissa
0: won't let me do the satin gum joke. She's never seen it, and I keep, I'm like, do you do you want to see it? Uh, well, and you I mean, can't ask. Well, well, I guess you do have to ask. I That's do have a part to ask. Also, it's, you know, well, it's your you live-in girlfriend. Do... You can do satin gum to your live-in girlfriend. I know you can, but sometimes you don't want to do gross stuff with your uh, with your testicles and your small penis if you want them to be touched still yeah you know what i'm saying don't make a joke about your fucking uh about your 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 stuff that you want attention paid to <laughs> sure, sure sure moving on
1: uh, so that story was just. This this. Is, they, so let's just rehash that story. Right. They had to apologize to that guy for fucking flashing everyone. They apologized
0: he, publicly on their Facebook page they, and changed the description because he, they were body shaming him. They were body shaming him. They go. They go. You can't body shame. Tubby some with fucker the, who whips his dick out yeah, in front of people. Tubby with the
1: small wiener's been running should, around. To. yes, absolutely. Have you seen this fuck? Have you seen this
0: fuck? And they just show like you know. Just show him. If he was a big ripped dude, I would say I would assume they would be like bodybuilder, uh, small dick guy. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Super tan. I mean, like Mr. Rock and Roll. All right. I just wanted to like. Get Let's go distance. to the power sports news desk. This is just fucking absurd. What? Stink hits darts grand slam as match features flatulent end. So you you know like darts are a big fucking deal. They
1: look. So fun. Like in in Scotland. If we have
0: any like English fans, like they have the world,
1: they have like the world series of darts or something. It looks so fucking fun. John Oliver went one year. He said, it's like, it's nuts. It's
0: it's like a fucking rock and roll show. Yeah, They have chants and shit. They used to have like babes that would bring them out. But I watched a uh, real sports, I believe story where they, uh, they stopped that. Because it turns
1: out the professional darts players aren't real straight shooters. (laughs) Turns out don't trust those guys around young women.
0: Probably shouldn't. This is fucking. Crazy. Oh,
1: you got good at a bar game. Okay, well here's here's this eighteen-year-old you're gonna hang out with before you walk out and chuck chuck fucking tiny arrows in the wall.
0: The world of professional darts has been rocked by two players accusing each other of repeatedly breaking wind during a match. Oh, this that's is, dope. This is very this fucking is so real. Funny. This is a news article in the Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real one. Uh, uh, Gary Anderson of Scotland and the Dutchman Wesley Holmes blamed each other for rotten farts during their clash <laughs> in the Grand Slam of darts. So essentially, these guys are playing in close quarters, throwing darts, and one of them is fucking ripping ass, and, he's, and, the other and they're one is- blaming it on each other. <laughs> Anderson, who has twice been the world champion, won the match 10-2 to earn a place in the quarterfinals of the competition. But in a post-match interview, Harms said his poor form was due to Anderson breaking wind on stage and leaving a fragrant smell. <laughs> Holy he, shit. He went on further... While speaking to Dutch TV station RTL7L, it'll take me two nights to lose the smell from my nose. That's, that's just a who smelt it, dealt it situation. This is the best story I've ever
1: heard because he lost, but he's like, that guy fucking stinks, Man, literally. If you
0: that, it, As a tactic, if you just purposely ate a bunch of rotten cauliflower or something the day before mm. and just blew the other guy out yeah. so he couldn't focus... I remember a
1: kid shit his pants wrestling one time and you don't, you're wearing a singlet and it's so noticeable. He's like, no, I didn't. We're like, it, we all fucking saw <laughs> fucking it.
0: Stink stripe up. Yeah. Back.
1: Yeah. He like the other kid he was wrestling was like, I'm not wrestling him. Stop the match. Magic,
0: Magic Johnson. I think notoriously for at least some time would not uh, bathe before games because man, you got a guy posting up on you with the with that with that bo no, butt. I'm with you. I, I, we <gasps> wrestled,
1: I was on the team with this oh, kid Mike. Stinky
0: wrestlers are fucking gross.
1: I would get so mad at Mike, and I would I would be like, dude, I won't say his last name, but I'd be like, what the fuck, man? He's like, people don't want to wrestle me if I smell bad. I'm like, yeah, but you're at school. It's We're disgusting. fucking 16
0: year olds. Absolutely you're disgusting. You're creeping
1: everybody out.
0: Moving on, when Anderson in turn laid the blame at Harm's door, <laughs> so the other guy, yeah, he's he like, flips no, he but he's one farting. The Dutchman responded, if the boy Anderson thinks I've farted, he's 1,010% wrong. I swear on my children's lives that it was not my fault. <laughs> I had a bad stomach once on stage, and I admitted it. So I'm not going to lie about farting on stage.
1: <laughs> I don't. I like that accent, but he's from. He's Dutch. I know. I don't.
0: I don't so know. The how Dutch to do that. they speak
1: like. I, I don't know how to do that. Accent. The Dutch people. I just. You got to do Mike
0: Myers doing the Dutch guy. Like well, I love gold. This, go, this keeps going. All Anderson, right. the world number four, hit back with extraordinary details about the smell he blamed on harms. It definitely came from tableside, and it was eggs, rotten eggs, but not from me. Oh my God. Every time I walked past there, there was a waft of rotten eggs, so that's why I was thinking it was him. It definitely wasn't me. It was bad. It was a stink. Then he started to play better and thought he must have needed to get some wind out. If somebody has done that, they need to go see a doctor. <laughs> Seemingly, he says it was me, but I would admit it anderson has never admitted anderson has admitted to to farting on stage in the past though was though it was clear that he has never used it as an advantage oh my god i mean it's so funny it is like i can't these are two adults giving interviews over who farted. unbelievable these guys and, and if you see them i mean definitely this guy you don't want to leave let me get oh that guy don't leave this guy alone you can look this up it's on theguardian.com oh man don't leave that guy alone with babes or let him fart or do anything anywhere ever dude like what a nightmare even
1: before I'm done with buffalo wild wings I know I shouldn't be around people (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like halfway you go,
0: through. You got to go set up a table in the middle of the restaurant by the front door.
1: Oh, man. I, it's like I'm when I get Buffalo Wild Wings, I'm like, I have to be sure I'm not hanging out with anyone later because it's going to be bad.
0: Yeah. You're or, just,
1: or whoever I'm hanging out with also had Buffalo Wild Wings and understands what I'm, your back going.
0: door is a grease trap. You, you can't. It's going to slip and slide out. What's you your can't B-dub sauce? What's my B dub sauce? I mean I like Mango Hob. Oof. but I can't eat I n I can't eat much of it. I can only eat like two wings Yeah,
1: because it sneak that one sneaks up on you, man. You mm-hmm. can't finish I go Asian zing all the way. I'm I'm not I'm not sweating by the end. You're an as- got that sh- Asian zing, man. I'm an A Z man from way back.
0: Let's use this as a segue into power foods. Nom 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 nom. This was uh, widely retweeted, um, so you may have seen it, but it made me fucking laugh and it's so humanizing. It's from Stephen King. He tweeted When you nuke a Hungry Man dinner, you got to take out the brownie first. I always eat it while I wait for the rest to cook. The brownie is the best part. Ooh, That's it. Stephen King, who's a fucking multi-millionaire, eats Hungry Man dinners? He's got to be half half a billion dollars. He's a
1: wild, wild person. He's got to be half a... That's awesome. Isn't it great? But that's—I mean—I would—I ex- expect that from like a real deal writer. He's like, yeah, no, this is just what I do. I'm crazy, and I write and all it's the time. Simple, it's just a
0: simple—it's a simple little thing. It's—it's—it's it's, it's so tangible. You can picture Stephen King with his mm-hmm. thick Coke bottle glasses. Yeah. He just finished up a couple pages, and so now weird. he's going to nuke a hungry man dinner. I, I would and he s- has a tip. He has a tip. Hey, out, gonna tip. hey, out there. Yeah, take that brownie out. Eat that first. He must eat it frozen. I guess that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, isn't that frozen? What is, what is he thawing he thawed his hungry man's? I don't know. Maybe when it comes out, it's 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 more. Uh, it only takes like two minutes to thaw. It's just sure. a little tiny brownie. Sure, sure. Um, Maybe he likes it cold. Like some people keep their their yeah. candy bars in the refrigerator mm-hmm. or the my, freezer. One of my like
1: fondest memories ever. In college, which was like a tradition, was anytime we'd have a party, we would take all the cans back. Because in Iowa, you take the cans back.
0: Right, as well as in Michigan.
1: And we would get like... $20 Um, Twenty dollars and a hungry man was like eight dollars, which was a lot of money. That's
0: expensive. Why is it eight dollars? Because it's a pound of food. No, or? those are those are. I think I think you're using uh, math from when you were poor. Okay. Either I, way, I'm guessing it, was, it was like two ninety nine. No, it's more
1: than two ninety nine. Hungry mans are expensive because it's a pound
0: of food. I'm gonna look into this.
1: Either way, we would use our uh, Can money to buy hungry man dinners, and we would eat those for lunch. And
0: it was like we had earned them. Thanksgiving coming up, Brooks. What's your what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? I'm not what, I, you, are you a ooh, Thanksgiving love, guy? I,
1: I'll tell you what, I'm a i sa- I'm a sandwich, I'm a sandwich guy from way back, and I really just enjoy I'm not like a dry turkey kind of dude, mm-hmm. but I really like the Thanksgiving sandwich, which is new to me, which is the cranberry sauce. Right. The um turkey and uh Some
0: stuffing you stuffing. put that on there?
1: Yes. That that is like my favorite thing. You get that on a real sub,
0: oof. Yeah, it's, num, num, it's num. fucking delicious You put the mayo, gotta get a lot of mayo on Mayo
1: there. on there, yes, it is like, wow That is in a uh, episode,
0: episode of Friends It's called The Moist Maker Really? Monica Soaks I just did whoa, too, right before you said that <laughs> It was wild, getting synced Oh, no uh, Monica uh, makes Ross sandwiches
1: Which is a new thing you're
0: doing, by the way You're watching I've been all watching, of the Friends I started Friends from two. the beginning Yeah, it's my nighttime show oh, my God. My I, bet. I walked in, I was like, what the fuck gotta is Gotta wind down <laughs> Gotta wind down Monica makes sandwiches for Ross. Ross and he puts she puts what's called the moist maker, which I believe is a slice of stuffing of some sort soaked in gravy in the middle that makes the the turkey not mm-hmm. so dry and Ross gets it stolen and, and he's a he's a bubbling cauldron. Of anger at some point, and his final tipping point is when someone eats his last Thanksgiving sandwich at work out of the refrigerator. That
1: would, yeah, no. I mean, we, my sandwich. But you know what I mean? Like, you have, if you're looking forward to something, if you're really looking forward to something, like a piece, like an item of food, and you're like, I'm going to wait. You're safe. I, I know it's there, and then it's gone. You fucking lose
0: it because you because you could have eaten it. you could have eaten it but you're like nah 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 i'm I'm looking forward to it it's gonna be a treat and now someone else got to eat it before you and they didn't even fucking they stole it and they didn't savor it like they did what about you what's your favorite thanksgiving you know what i make a very traditional i'm I'm gonna guess
1: i'm gonna throw it out just from knowing you yeah go ahead you're a casserole guy
0: definitely i'll tell you what my favorite thing is brooks I love casseroles. I'm you're a green bean, g- bean casserole and, you know, ha- maniac. My green bean casserole, I like traditional, I like the canned green beans, I like the dirty fried onions, mm. the mushroom you soup. You do a great job. I do that. I'm going to make a double batch this Thursday, actually. I'm going to make it on Wednesday so it's ready in the fridge to pop in so I can drink all day and watch football. I'm not even going to be at our, at your Thanksgiving that you're having at our house. Fine, fine, don't be here. I'm going a, <laughs> to a, a, a make a gravy. i got to make a, 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 make a, a stuffing. Uh, turkey nice brined turkey um and uh and instead and i'll 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 let you in on a little secret daddies i don't make mashed potatoes nope 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 i make funeral tates i make those cheesy potatoes with the shredded hash browns uh just like you'll have with your ham on christmas and uh, i put gravy on those because I'm trying to do my thing trying to eat good in the neighborhood baby yeah You know what? Why not make the... They're so much easier to make. You just set it and forget it. And then you got... Now you have an excuse to put fucking turkey gravy on cheesy hash brown funeral tates? Oh my god, it's such a taste sensation. But I'll tell you what my favorite thing is, Brooks. My favorite Thanksgiving food are all the little parts from the turkey. The gizzard, the heart, the neck, the liver. Mm. I eat up all that shit right away and most people Ew, are you're s- like the weird kid Some you're people, like
1: the, the like your cousins are like oh here comes it is, Gail the snail. it is the taste you're the Gail the snail stuff? of thanksgiving
0: you know who loves that you know who agrees with me carl hess oh yeah but carl hess <laughs> is like oh buddy oh god
1: he i sat with him while he ate the face of a fish the other day he's like cheekfish yeah
0: man that's the fucking cheek nah nah you guys are nuts i love it i think you're the it. weirdos i'll take that shit i'll cut it up into little slices, and then I'll put it back in a pan. So oh and sauté it with god. some butter and, and, some and cigar, your cousins like, are just watching oh, you do this. Being oh like, my god! What a fucking weird. Well, my mother, my mother uh, loves weird uh, gamey things, and her her parents grew up on a farm, so it was waste not want not. So as a, a shit. child, as a child, I would get introduced to these things, and I like eating weird stuff, and I like I like bold flavors, and you're not gonna get a bolder flavor. Then uh all those little Them chicken asshole. Them gib- that's not an asshole, those are organs. <laughs> mm, <laughs> we gotta asshole. move we gotta move on to some P mail. We got some fat stack of listener P mail. Oh, we got the the, the the daddies
1: are out there, they're emailing in. We appreciate the heck out of it. We're gonna listen, we're gonna we're gonna read off some of your P mail. If you hey, wanna man.
0: join in on uh with some of your power moves, send so, send some P mail out to us at PowerMovesWithMikeBurns at gmail.com.
1: Send us your power move,
0: daddy. This is titled, What Is Wrong With You Two? <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I don't even know what you're saying, but I don't appreciate it. I you're coming like to my that. podcast. You're sending me power moves.
1: You're sending P-mail in. What is wrong with you? What's if what? You think there's something wrong with me? Don't listen to this podcast. I'll tell you what really stinks when they take they they, they you they, they call into you at your job, and you work so hard at it, and then they kick you in the butt, and they give you a watch because the computer the computer done it could do this. I don't it know. It sounds like
0: Dusty Rhodes would sound if he got fired in real life. Like it. <laughs> It's not. A, it's not. A, it's not a polished promo. It's just him panicking, trying to grovel for his job back.
1: It's just. It's a mismatch of like hit every promo he's ever done, and he's like, "But remember when I could uh,
0: But remember when I did a good job? Yeah, I could maybe take a lower wage. Yeah." <laughs> Maybe, like, I take that. Ba- I take that office in the basement, like, and uh, you can cut my hourly. I won't do overtime so no more, Daddy. They're
1: literally like, Dusty, this is why you were fired.
0: Maybe I could work from home on Tuesdays.
1: <laughs> okay, sorry, go on. I I worked the late shift that no one wants, Daddy. <laughs> da- Daddy, I, Daddy, I will be a job of please. I Daddy. clean the bathrooms. <laughs> I, I I will start. I wash my own polka dot suit. I wash all the toilets, Daddy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Love the podcast and both of you fellas, but I need to be a little critical of you. And the reason I chose this one is because I like someone standing up saying what they fucking feel. Sure. I was getting caught up on power moves today and something you briefly talked about in episode six has left me irked and confounded. Of all the trash things that you have 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 emitted from your uh, lovable mouths, your urination habits have to be the worst. What? Do you really not use the fly in your pants and dick flap in your unmentionables as they were intended by whatever saint invented those two oh, features? What the fuck? If you're going, if you're going to undo a belt and unbutton your pants just to urinate, you might as well go whole hog and drop your pantaloons to the floor and whiz bare-assed, free-willy style for a like a four-year-old trying to be a big boy at a urinal. Don't forget to tuck your shirt under your chin too. At least tell me that this is something California changed in you because this is not appropriate Midwestern behavior. Let's address this. I think this is absurd. I think that this, who the this fuck? is like... You, I mean, you got your button buttoned and I, then you're trying to finagle your dick through the two holes? This is
1: like someone who... God damn it. It's like somebody who eats their sandwich from like the inside out and like says like this is how you're supposed to do it. Like, no. Also,
0: who has... A, a fly and in a zipper on their pants. Fucking, I wear sweatpants, man. No,
1: I don't know. I am like, I've just never been shamed by someone who was this wrong before. I, usually, it's be I've earned it. I'm like, okay, yeah, that is weird. But you're weird. I mean, yeah, if you want to do that, like, I can't even. If I, you want to do that,
0: do it in secret. Also, I won't, don't shame people for being normal. Uh, like you, Brooks, I wear I wear like boxer briefs, yeah. I, and that's not like a big. I don't wear like big pantaloon boxers where your dick just accidentally flies through the hole. This person, you needs gotta like to. pull that flap over, and then you gotta get it through a zipper, and then you've got pressure on your wiener from both sides. Yeah, it's like you're not gonna be able to have a nice pee flow. You gotta have it out, dude. I am disgusted what, with this and female. Then, and then what do you do? You snake your dick back through the hole. And I don't you're know. You're gonna get dribblings on your pants. Yeah, you are getting. You're getting marked up. This is wild. You this got, is wild, but he does send in a, also a bonus story, so we're going to get into that.
1: Well, I just want to say, I mean, we I can disagree. only go
0: into this pee-pee style for so long. Yeah, but if you have an opinion on this,
1: just a weird, just you're you're fucking nuts. Send me an email and tell I, me what your I opinion even on this. Think I want not hear of, what
0: the listeners have to it's say. It's just
1: but. how wrong you are, and with your smug tone, your smug wrong tone.
0: <laughs> but he does, he does give a contribution. Now, enough about you two. Let's talk about me. I have a couple stories from college, University of Minnesota, that I want to share with you. Super I like like the University of Minnesota. Minneapolis is dope. It is very dope. One night before heading out to the bar, my roommates and I pre-partied for a bit, which was typical behavior. On the walk over to the bar, we were going down frat row and my shoe came untied. Instead of tying it, I placed a gentleman's wager with my friends that I could get at least one girl to tie my shoe. Turns out this wasn't a fair wager as most girls I asked agreed to tie my shoe for me. And that the few who wouldn't were met with a guilt trip response because they would sure, sure feel sorry when I tripped and hurt myself from the inevitable fall.
1: Who is this Hannibal
0: Lecter? I was Fuck, having a fucking weird. I was having a great time getting my shoe tied, then untying it and asking the next girl to help oh me God, out, but it wouldn't last. Creep. My friend, my fun was ruined by a helpful girl's boyfriend. I assume, as she was going to tie my shoe, he yells, "No!" He just untied it. I called him a killjoy and kept walking to the bar. I'm not sure if this girl thought I was special or if they thought you are special. If you're were weird, just you really pull your helpful. dick out through your zipper, but it's getting fucking all cut up either way. I had a, ra- I had a wonderful time uh, before a party. I don't understand how this story. Well, so what happens? Do you get punched in the mouth? He should. He should get punched in the mouth. Uh, this story needs to end with you getting fucked up by the guy or Are you still reading yourself. right now? Is that it? There's another little story. I'm so confused. This guy yells He's at us. He's a big fan, so I'm I'm going to let him do his he thing. He yells at
1: us for Normal, and then he talks about how he manipulates women into tying his shoe. <laughs> and yes. This is a
0: creep. It's a gray area. No, this it's is a, no gray area. It's a gray area. This is
1: full blown Charlie Rose area. But this, this, is, this, is, this is very on frat
0: row. To be fair, ugh, if frat row it sounds like somewhere you don't want to go. No, also frat row sounds like the most dangerous place in a uh, in a fucking uh, college town. Were you in a frat, Brooks? I don't. No, fuck no, man. I made my own friends. Oh god, so
1: did I. Uh,
0: okay. <laughs> fuck that.
1: Yeah, I hated that shit. Yeah, it's awful. Hey,
0: let, it. let me uh let me fuck your asshole with this knife so you can be my friend. Yeah, cool. I hate I hate anything. Anything's great. Hey, man. Hey,
1: you know it costs some money to to join to be brothers. Drink no, it my doesn't. Shit. I'll fucking live in an apartment with scumbags for free. I get it. Some people went to
0: schools where they didn't have buddies. But, uh, sure, sure, you sure. Stay in state man, like, Either, a, like it's a blue all fine, man. Worker. If
1: you were in a frat and you grew out of it, good. But if you've if you've graduated and visited it, your frat house <laughs> you in still, the last five years, <laughs> you still were fucking like a drive ring? your car into the river.
0: <laughs> if still you're a guy who's like
1: alumni and you show up, fucking just just punch
0: yourself in the dick. Keep feeding my ears with all the bold flavors. Uh, so, uh, you know what? Great listener. Great fan. I appreciate that. But we can't agree with the peepee thing. And I don't I agree with under- the pee-pee th- thing? I didn't understand the, the shoe tie story.
1: Or the shoe tie story. I, you're 0 for
0: 2 in my book. We got to move on, bro. Right, this I'm, is called... I'm sorry, I got worked up to you. I love this. It's called a mama power move. Ooh! My mom and I are both lady daddies, and have sit- mom and daughter listening to the show Whoa, together. Whoa! La- a c- c- couple lady daddies. I think that's, that's that's fucking nice. Is that nice? That feels made. That makes that warm with my heart. It's a family show. Yeah. It's nice to be able to enjoy something weird like this with your parents. Oh, I can't you imagine. Can't even imagine that.
1: Yeah. You told me the other day your mom asked you how to listen to this, and you're like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Do not ever <laughs> listen to this. Yeah. Ever, ever, ever. I think ever, after we start ever, my ever. mom called me recently and she was like, I, I, I'm kind of worried about your drinking. Uh, and I think it's because of this fucking podcast. Yeah, we don't focus on the nice things
0: we do Yeah, we don't
1: talk day. about how I'm gonna go for a jog after this or, or you didn't let me Talk about crimes of Grindelwald and how I thought it was fantastic.
0: <laughs> you make me talk about all the trash things, right? Because that's what people come for. Sure. My mom and I are both lady daddies and have since started calling each other daddy. <laughs> I fucking love it. It's so fun. With I've been calling Dusty everybody Rhodes daddy. Accent, of course. Yo, daddy, which heavily confuses my father. See, <laughs> <laughs> that's great because the dad's not in on the joke, and they're they're both calling each other yeah. daddy in the I, house. Dude, I hung out with. um
1: with uh, Grace the other day and I showed her the Hard Times promo uh-huh. and Grace's uh, ex-girlfriend who's great and a really wonderful person but uh she's she's like just enamored with Dusty Roads now anybody who didn't know about that Hard Times promo once they see it they're like holy shit how have i slept on this
0: it really it really shows you the potential oh or, man or he's so dusty funny She's,
1: yeah she was like who's dressed she didn't know that he was a wrestler after she was like who is this guy i was like oh he's wrestling at this point in his career well
0: we're gonna have a uh, dusty Rhodes daddy t-shirt for the oh, store that's either way go tomorrow
1: it's just so funny to show someone that promo and then be like he gained more weight and kept <laughs> wrestling
0: <laughs> all right this is a power move from my mom but also just a testament to how much she loves her children. Sorry, this is a long one, but it's good, I promise. All right. Oh, it's not that long. It's not that long at all. So the year is 2005. My brother and I were both involved with FFA, Future Farmers of America. Oh, yeah, I'm familiar. Very respect. I respect that. I raised pigs and he raised bulls. There were always only two students scheduled to close close up the farm on campus every night. Me and my brother were always assigned together. Which was unfortunate because he's a dumbass.
1: Yeah.
0: You don't <laughs> want to work with your brother. I love, I love that the brother's a dumbass and the mom and da- daughter listen to this show oh. and the dad doesn't know what yeah, they're the, talking about. Whose dad is who? <laughs> I'm the daddy. Our mom would be waiting for us after. Well, one day my jackass brother <laughs> decides to get... Calling your brother a jackass and a dumbass in two sentences on this show is a fucking power move. Yeah. Well, one day, my jackass brother decides to get wasted in the supply shed with his dumbass friends, leaving me alone to close up the farm for the night. Well, long story short, after I fed the bulls and locked the gate, my brother and his friends decided to go try to tip a bull because we didn't have any cows to tip. There's a reason you tip cows and not fucking bulls. They proceed to break open the gate, which just in itself upsets the bulls. You have to be very gentle when around them because they have a temper, and they start charging who would have thunk? Yeah. I had a I had a head known for I had a head start and have no shits about them. So I took off running for the front gate. My mom, who was in the car outside waiting for us, sees six of us sprinting towards the gate with twelve bulls chasing behind us. My mom hops out of her station wagon, throws herself over the ten-foot chain-link fence, and grabs me by the shirt and throws me over the fence and does the same with my brother and his friends all while being trampled by 2,500-pound bull. She ended up with a few broken ribs and a, a... and a fracture and I fractured my wrist from falling over the fence. And my brother was pretty banged up, but we probably would have been completely fucked if my mom didn't fly in and save us with her mom's Whoa. strength. Yeah. My mom's a badass. Best
1: Jackie. Dude, Jackie, that is a power move. That what t- hey, shout out to that lady daddy, yeah, and mama, Jackie right? yeah. Daddy and Mama Daddy. That, what a lady daddy mama. <laughs> she coming in and she, see her, she sees that her kids. That's so crazy. That is your brother's Your brother is a fucking. An idiot i mean <laughs> here's the dumbest Stupid part of ass. that story to me he was getting drunk and then he was gonna get picked up by his mom uh-huh. like that's what i'm like that's, that's the secret story here like what Dude, does
0: he think you're gonna do you eat can't some get drunk or and something then to be freshen up well, the mom's here great story great <laughs> <laughs> we got another daddy with a problem female and minor beef okay i like i like people coming at it yeah Hey, boys. Long-time fan. Great job putting together an awesome show. There isn't another show of just two people talking that can keep my attention for a full hour. It's just a really fun podcast to listen to. Thanks, man. We really appreciate that. That's very kind of you. That's the fucking goal,
1: man. Appreciate the heck out of that. That's very nice.
0: I have to say that after last week's show, I was a little bummed about how down you were on meter maids. I don't want (laughs) to defend their poor behavior, but in the spirit of hard times... You have to know that there are all kinds of daddies out there with jobs that eat their souls. (laughs) Think of the daddy that had a good job, but a computer took it. And now the only way he can put bread on the table is by slinging bullshit parking tickets for the man. Well, we well, shoot in my town. They're even starting to make computers do that. <laughs> <laughs> that might eat a daddy's up, a daddy up inside. It might even turn a daddy into a monster. <laughs> we have to show some compassion, brothers. Anyway, that's my two cents. <laughs> Keep doing your thing, Dan, in Connecticut.
1: Wow, Dan, you, Dan you, makes a nice argument. A great argument. <laughs> a Computer took your job. They kicked you out in the butt. Give you nothing but a watch. Now I feel bad. I feel terrible. If you listen, if Here's what here's what I will say. All the shit talking we say on this is not for anyone who listens to it because I think anyone who listens to this is automatically cool. I'm
0: so confused though. I'm so confused because I still hate meter maids, but I'm mad but I'm i I'm, I'm bummed that I'm I make, a mean person. You make an exception to everyone who listens to this
1: podcast, but you can hate meter maids unless they listen to this podcast. This podcast The
0: cornerstone of this podcast is gray area yeah. where you kind of hate things, but you like them at the same time. I mean, it's just like debauchery that you appreciate.
1: It's just you see a power move is just seeing somebody do something you disagree with, but you're like, I
0: respect it. This is a power move to send this in. Yeah. And be like, hey, what about someone who just got to feed their family? Yeah. Great job. Fucking great. Yeah, man. All right, Danny. Just don't be a jerk about it. This is this is fun. Youngster power move. Ooh, a little kid power move. Mm-hmm. I like the, I like little kids' stories. Oh, Funny.
1: man, the, the, uh, the uh, Spectrum power move with the kid with the
0: menus? Oh, it's, it's fantastic. still my favorite power move. I wanted to share a power move that my four-year-old son pulls pretty often, and it makes me hopeful for his future and makes me a proud dad. When he's getting ready to take a bath, the last thing he does before going in, he takes off is his shirt, but he doesn't quite get it all the way off his head. He gets it right to the point that his T-shirt becomes a hat. Think of oh, Long flowy, one. pharaoh style headdress. Yeah,
1: he's got he's got like the little big kid like the little kid where they mm. got the
0: big ass fucking head. Then he runs around the house screaming, Party hat <laughs> at the top of his lungs. Hell oh, yeah. All nude, but nothing but the party hat on top. He did this when we had some friends over for a party, giving not a fuck nudist party hat king, just showing everyone the goods and inspiring everyone to drop their boring inhibitions. He's been doing this since he was a little more than two years old. And every time he does it, I just think he's going to be a real handful at college parties. I have no idea where he learned it, but it's a real gift. I want to do party hat for a Halloween costume. Uh, This was... Um sent this in before Halloween and we just got to it now. I apologize. No, that's, that's, I mean, consequential power move. Did you do this Brooks? Were you a run around naked kid? I had older
1: brothers. No, it was, it was no, there was no, I don't think my parents really put up with a lot of, uh, debauchery like that.
0: I would have been, I would have been yelled at immediately. I loved this because when I was a kid, um, uh, if I would get like under ruse or even like white Hanes underpants my parents would buy me for Christmas mm-hmm. for a joke, uh, I liked them. No, And what I would do is, I, whenever I got new underpants, I would, like we're at, we're at Christmas, you know, this is a holiday or a birthday and my whole family's over, I would go quietly into my room and I would put on some new underpants sure. that I got one yeah. pair on and take off the rest of my clothes. And then I would put on the other pair of underpants oh, on, your on head? my head Okay, and I would play Spaceman and I would slowly walk through the party. Oh, that's funny. like there is no gravity. Yeah, but in my head, I had that like you know in Big Daddy where he puts the sun. Adam mm-hmm. Sandler puts the sunglasses. Then, then up, they can't see him. And the, the can kid. Can't, kid. And that's what I felt like. I'm in space. No one can see me. How embarrassing! That must have been cringy. Shuddering. <laughs> it must have been I mean,
1: cringy. That's something you think of later in life, and you're like, oh, oh no here's a power it's probably move. like
0: five or six here's too. a here's a dad I, remember, I also remember i would like to get in the bathtub with my spaceman underpants on <laughs> you're a little weirdo man uh
1: i, I know dude would your dad even if your friends were over rock just underwear
0: oh uh no 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 yeah, no my, no. my dad didn't do that
1: my dad i'm pretty sure like even if friends were over tidy Whiteys didn't give a shit That's like his, like on malcolm in the middle Like the dad does that—that's disgusting. (laughs) Hey, man, I'm not—I'm not. It was just like definite shorts and no shirt, though. (laughs) Shorts and no shirt. You know what? I'm gonna—I'm gonna give my dad a benefit of the doubt. If it was just the fam, totally tidy whitey situation. But if friends were over,
0: I promise he had shorts on. But we both have workout dads. Both our dads like like to think of themselves as as workout guys. But my dad's my dad just got into
1: working out. He in the didn't last, do that before. No, my dad's lost my That's dad's lost like over like
0: eighty pounds. Because your family's like an athlete family, and your your like your brothers are jacked. They're huge. Right? Guys. No, my
1: dad. I'm the most out of shape person in my family.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is sad. You're in pretty good shape. You look like family, garbage compared to, to your to your To brothers. my brothers,
1: yeah. And and my dad. He lost a bunch of weight. He runs all the your time. My dad is ripped. My dad, here's a here's a questionable. He, my dad recently got a tattoo. This is all insane. He got a tattoo of a runner on his leg, which is a cool tattoo, but I'm
0: like, you when did you like running? <laughs> but now he runs all the time. He's fast as fuck. My dad is a bit older than yours, probably probably got a decade on him. But sure. he's still like He's in the garage lifting weights. He's my dad's like seventy. My yeah. dad, my dad is busting out curls. Dude, my dad goes for like ten mile it's walks. Like J.K. And runs. Simmons strong. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? He's all yeah. sinewy and like he's got abs. My dad
1: could beat me in a five k, and I I was pretty fast growing up. It's bizarre. Yeah, like I'm Steve Prefontaine. Is my favorite athlete on the planet. I, I don't think anybody will ever be cooler than Steve Prefontaine. Very cool, because you know he died young, so it's no. Tough he to, also
0: looked cool. That's what I mean. If he he looked look so sexy and cool. He looked like, cool love as him so much fuck. Mm,
1: and he, he died in a gold, in, in like GM or whatever. Like you know that uh, what's that car called? Either way, he died in like Porsche this, Spider.
0: No, no, some, some like
1: in. weird little tiny
0: GM Gremlin. G- no, GMC it was Gremlin? a weird
1: tiny little, little gold like convertible. But he hit a rock drinking and driving don't drink and drive not, <laughs> don't, it's don't, not a power move don't movie.
0: run 30 miles and then drink and drive and hit a rock and he's die. so fucking rad I love Steve Prefontaine my my
1: college roommate the other day texted me a photo of Prefontaine that was hanging in a shoe store and he's like if it wasn't by the register I'd steal it for you and I really <laughs> appreciate that Steve thank you <laughs> you gotta get one you can probably find one on, one on eBay for show yeah for was, show yeah it had a cool slogan on it because he was he lived in a trailer Yeah, it said not all castles look like castles and I was like that's fucking oh dope. you did
0: show me that poster it's fucking phenomenal yeah
1: all right, let's get into power grooves. Yeah, power grooves. Where we had what? A, what a teaser earlier in the yeah. week, where we talked about uh, earlier in the episode. We both went with Ween. It's fucking weird. Yeah, we both picked Ween. What is your Ween song, Brooks? Um, uh, bitch baby, or Great baby song. bitch. Great uh, song. It's such a good song. It's uh, like Ween came on the other day. I was at a uh, rustic, and Ween came on, and I was just like, I forgot that they're like the best band. Yeah. They're all over the place. They're even like, I like My Morning Jacket. My Morning Jacket might be arguably my favorite band that I listen to the most. And I like My Morning Jacket because each song is different in the album. It's Mm -hmm. just each, you you don't know what each song is going to sound like. Ween takes that to like a million. They're
0: all over the map with the the genre. And I think that's awesome. Ween kind of falls into a um, like a flaming lips type of category where they're an artsy band. The, The thing for me with Ween is that. That is that is the benefit of Ween, and that is also the problem. Is like you might not feel like listening to the type of song that's right, next. Exactly. On the album. Yeah. My uh my song is trans wait. wait can I say bah. what?
1: But I want to say why I like. You should listen to Baby Bitch. It feels like when you listen to it, it's it's got like this weird flow of like kind of like you're falling down a spiral. Mm-hmm. Like it's like take mushrooms and listen to that, and like it's like the, you just feel like you're kind of like suspended and falling. It, that's it seems like. Weird. The weird end of a movie Where like everything's coming
0: together Uh But going wrong Uh That's when that song comes on That's See that's weird That's why I picked my song Oh my gosh Not that specific thing But it has a feeling to it Yeah yeah It gives you a specific It's not just happy It's not just sad Mm -hmm. It's some feeling of movement yeah. That's the weird thing that a lot of these Ween songs. My song is transdermal celebration off of the two thousand three album Quebec. Wait, what's it called? Transdermal celebration. Transdermal. Transdermal. Okay. Like skin. Yeah, yeah. Transdermal so, celebration. Mine's easier to remember. It's off. Of, it's off of Quebec. It is a great driving song. It's a great airplane song. Mm-hmm. It has movement. You can. It's great to run to. Uh, there's this huge build, and then around two minutes in, it really starts to get that Ween like layered sonic shit, where there's like airplane sound effects, and those speakers spin around your head and your headphones, and it it makes you feel like you're flying, like you could jump off a roof and fucking fly. Yeah, such a great song, and it's also a lot of things. A lot of Ween songs have this characteristic, is that. You want to turn it up louder and louder mm-hmm. and louder. It just won't go loud enough sure. because it's such this. It's this even tone that isn't invasive. Check out some Ween this weekend, yeah. you
1: guys. Give it a give it a go. Find we your find your weird cousin at the Thanksgiving, and he's going to know
0: some Ween songs. We should have done um, Ween for Ween, but we, we didn't, didn't know man. Ween didn't do the power ween.
1: the power tunes ween are whatever know. we're feeling. There's you know?
0: no. There's no. Too bad. There's not a band called Ving. There's no Ving.
1: But, but we can't push a power move because of the title of something. It's got to be what you're currently listening to. it's
0: oh It's such a struggle. Such Either a way. struggle. All right.
1: Well, we got, we got to close it up. I'll be in St. Louis. I'll literally, Midwest, come fucking through for me. I'm in St. Louis this weekend, this Hell Friday and Saturday yeah. at Helium.
0: Go get a cold Budweiser. Yeah. With and then Brooklyn.
1: I'm in Oxnard, California the weekend after that. And then I'm going to be in Dallas. If you live in Dallas, come see me do stand-up in Dallas. I'm going to be recording and not... For, but I'm doing my new hour that I'm recording to give to Netflix and Comedy Central to do an hour special. So if you want to see like a super tight set, come to those Dallas shows. Actually try. Yeah, I'm actually going to be trying my hardest, which is scary. Rare. And then I'm going to be in Lincoln, Nebraska uh, the weekend after that. So I'll be on the road the next four weekends. Come watch me do stand-up comedy. That's all I'm promoing. I'm done.
0: Thank you, Michael. Thank you so much, Daddy. If you can give me any gift for Thanksgiving, if you want to give thanks to to the hard work that me and Brooks pin. Go on over to iTunes. Give us a review. Give us 5 Even stars. Even
1: more than that, That's check it. out the Power Moves fucking Well, I'm
0: going to get to that. Yeah. Brooks, I'm going to get to that. You got to check it out. I mean, it, it's a beautiful store. I'm very pleased with it. Top quality. Uh you're going to find some really fun little nuggets in there. I yeah, guarantee Reed, you. Yeah, read
1: you you went you went old school dad boner, which I appreciate it with Power the item description.
0: Power Moves with mikeburns.com. Power Moves with mikeburns.com. Get the pillow. There's the mugs. Pillow, there's tumblers There's mugs There's
1: t-shirts
0: There's, there's a t-shirt My favorite t-shirt, Brooks There's a shirt that says You know, the Stone Cold Austin 360 It 316. says Carl 360 No, Seeger 360 Oh, Seeger It's both It's a Bob Seeger Stone Cold shirt Oof. That isn't copywritten Because it doesn't make any sense To no. anyone that doesn't know What the fuck it is
1: Seeger 316's dope Check it out. Yeah, go over there. Come watch me do stand-up. Buy some shit from Burns' store because uh, I like living here and, and it's, uh, it's important that uh, you know, we sell out and make some fucking money. All right, that's enough begging.
0: Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Have happy great- ring oh, we got to do that again. Brooke. Well, I just wanted to say to the daddies out there, we appreciate it. Have a great weekend. you know that really looking forward to the weekend, you guys, Is the end of the show. You can't I, say more stuff I after got excited. That. We have, we didn't even talk about this. It's the 10th right, episode. All right, Brooks. You can say happy Ving Daddies, and then I'll say the really looking forward to the weekend. All right, guys.
1: here we go. Happy Ving Daddies. We are not ready. One, oh, okay. two, three. Keep, I, you got to keep all this in.
0: I know you might want to edit this out, but I'm not going to edit it out. I don't have time. I have to go do shit. No, you don't. I in theory <laughs> i do i have to go get more fucking i have to go get thanksgiving shit all right because while you're out cavorting around on thanksgiving someone's gotta cook and make a delicious food that's for true and that's to enjoy. true all so right i got to go to the grocery store i gotta get some things because i forgot soy sauce soy sauce everyone very important to put in your green bean casserole a lot of people forget it but that old school recipe if you look it up the classic green bean casserole has a little bit of soy sauce and that's the secret all right brooks ready one. I, just, I just want to say like, that
1: that, oh, damn it. that rant you just had is who you really are. That
0: is who I really
1: am. You're not cool. Yep. You're a weirdo who gets upset about soy sauce. God uh, damn it! And I, you
0: cook really well. I pulled the curtain. That's back who too you far. are. You're not tough. I also forgot I'm going to make chicken pate. That's going to take like a fucking while. All right. Either boil way, boil the chicken livers. I got to go see my meat man so I get the good stuff from the back. Oh, Here we go. God. Let's right. do it. Ready? Ready? Yes. Okay. One, two, three.
1: Happy Ving to the daddies out there.
0: Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Yeah, we're making power moves. Rocking a Detroit groove. To some American dudes. I'll make power.